Chronicles podcast. And uh, I, of course, am Tammy Roman. I'm Reggie Youngblood. My handsome husband. Uh, And we are so excited because it's finally here. We've been talking about doing this podcast for a minute. Mm -hmm. And um, today's the day. Today's launch day. Launch day. We here. We live. We excited, man. We hope y'all enjoy the content we give y'all. We just here to chop it up a little bit. Have some fun. Have some fun. So, um, this is what we what we're gonna do. So, just to give you a little a little insight, this podcast is not like other podcasts in the sense that uh, we don't know what the hell we doing. <laughs> okay, so we don't. We definitely don't. Just keeping it one hundred. We don't know what the hell's going on, but we are willing. To be completely authentic and transparent in the journey and, you know, just giving you guys some insight on topics that matter to us. Just giving you a piece of our mind, how we feel about certain shit that's going on today in the world, celebrity problems, you know, relationships. Yes. Hoes. Oh. Whatever. We just here to to talk about it. So look, guys. We ain't up in the garage right now. You know, we don't we don't try to elevate this thing for you. We got a little backdrop, a little Bonnet Chronicles backdrop. You see it. Uh, And so uh, we just trying to bring it all the way home. So we're going to start this thing off the launch, the very first episode, the inaugural episode of the Bonnet Chronicles podcast with a little thing we're going to call. Throughout this podcast journey. What is it going to be called? We in your business. <laughs> because we definitely in your business. Yeah. We, we, we in your business. All in your mix. Yeah, yeah. So the first thing, uh, this is what we, you know, people call it hot topics. People call it trending topics. Um, but we just going to call it we in your business I because like you like that? I like that. I feel like it works. It's nose as you are. You definitely in the people business. I don't appreciate business. you saying that. Woman nose as hell, so this is going to be perfect. I, I'm so not. I'm so not nosy. I like mind my business, but I got to be in your business. If a car drive by, she's going to look outside to see who it is. <laughs> Guaranteed. Guaranteed. I am, because I need to know who's in the fucking neighborhood. The neighborhood or in front of your house? Well, that's what I'm saying. If they driving, like, where they going to stop or where they going to park? Are you going to park in front of my little piece of frontage? Because now then when I go to get in my vehicle, do I got to try to wedge my way out of a fucking space because you done squeezed on the back end of my fucking bumper in my neighborhood? So I have to watch all of that. Y'all hear this? I'm just saying. The people that's on the Patreon that's getting this exclusive content. Subscribe to the Patreon if you want the video of the podcast. By the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is that? Uh, uh, Patreon.com backslash Bonnet Chronicles Chronicles podcast. Podcast. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, okay. So this is we in your business for the very first um, Bonnet Chronicles podcast episode. And I'm just going to go ahead on and jump right on out there. Get into it. Okay. Let's get into it. So the first 
thing that I want to talk about that happened recently, um, over the weekend actually, was Tommy Lee. I don't know if you guys are familiar with her, but uh, she was on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, I think mm-hmm. it was. And um, I am actually in business with this late young lady because we actually had uh, Mona Scott Young and myself are producing a show for her on Zeus. Now, we haven't started production because... COVID. And so where people aren't, fit. do you guys see my bonnet? The ones who can see us on Patreon. This is it's super cute. I've got this, uh, up in the gay Raj bonnet. Um, that was just a sidebar, but if you guys want bonnets, you can go on the website, official bonnet and pick those up. But anyway, um, so Tommy Lee from Love and Hip Hop and her daughter mm-hmm. got into it like an online beef. Okay. Okay. Because the daughter, who I believe is 16 years old, is now pregnant. Oh, man. Huh? She's pregnant. Yeah, she's pregnant. Okay. And so she went on, and let me just shout out ahead of time uh, the neighborhood talk, baller alert, it's on site. The Jasmine brand, because those are the blogs that I'm using as my yeah. sources for this we in your business segment. <laughs> um, so, so we appreciate y'all. Yeah, we appreciate y'all putting all the tea out there. So anyway, I was on one of those sites and um, they put up all of her tweets mm-hmm. and text messages between her and her mom because Tommy, according to the daughter... Mm-hmm wanted her to get an abortion, but the daughter was saying, you're trying to force me to get an abortion while I'm seven months pregnant. Oh, shit. Yes. So it was a big, huge thing. So I saw a lot of people commenting. Um, When this actually happened, I reached out to Tommy and I said, you know, basically, don't um, respond. Because, and the reason I said that, Reg, is because I don't feel like mother, daughter, or mates, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're having problems in your relationship, that it should be that blatant of a discussion in front of the public. Absolutely. I definitely don't agree with going to social media. Like, if you're having a problem with your mate or your daughter, your parent or whatever, don't go to Twitter or Instagram mm-hmm. and try to blast them, you know, mm-hmm. posting y'all conversations. Because, you know, you having a convo with your parent, they going to say some shit. Right. That's just what it is. Because I know Big Reg said some shit to me. Ooh. So I just, I know it's out of love and out of, you know, protection and mm-hmm. fear. They be scared. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm sure Tommy, she probably went through the same thing. Like, fuck, my daughter, a teenage mom. Well, that's what I was going to tell you. You know what I'm saying? You. So I- she's just trying to help. Well, even though I told Tommy, don't fall into this whole public yeah, you can't you know, do debate, that. she did anyway. Yeah. And so there were a bunch of videos that were posted where she was talking basically what you said. Like, mm-hmm. I was a young mom. Nobody was there to help me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just really wanted best for my daughter. This kind of all happened when she got locked up for an altercation with her other daughter. Uh-huh. And so that time away she felt was the time that the daughter fell into this relationship and then ultimately ended up getting pregnant. Right. Okay. So we gave you all the backstory of this. Now I'm going to say this. (laughs) Um, 
I had I called Tommy because like really and truly there aren't a lot of people that I feel like like yo they're dope you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying like they got they got something about them that it that whatever it is you know mm-hmm. that makes people gravitate towards them she has it Right. And that's the main reason why I wanted to do a show with her, because I felt like um, on Love and Hip Hop, you didn't really get a full sense of who she was. It was kind of like, where do you fit into these Mm storylines? And then let's exploit those moments. Right. right? But not really getting to see who Tommy is. And I was in Miami for the. um, some awards they had down there. And so I got time to spend with her one-on-one amongst a group, if that makes any sense. You know, we were Mm -hmm. all kind of hanging out. And I just felt like she had such a unique story. And so here again, that's why I wanted to do the show with her. But I also felt like people don't know the real her. And I have personally seen her with her daughters. Mm -hmm. And this is a woman who every move she makes a la whether it's a hustle move, whether it's, you know, a legitimate try like trying to get a job, mm-hmm. TV, whether it's posting stuff, whether whatever it is, every move is she's doing it to try to provide a better life for those children. Okay. And I personally witnessed that. Uh-huh. Okay. So I didn't want her and her daughter to do this in the public. So I called her and we had this conversation. Now the daughter put up some text messages, okay, where Tommy was saying, um, you know, yo, it's not even a baby yet. You sh- you know, I just don't want you to end up like me, ba 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 And everybody. They jumped on. I already know. I know they went crazy. <laughs> the mob. Reg. That's, you know what, man? I hate that shit so fucking much. That mm-hmm. mob mentality. Mm-hmm. You know, they just jump on people without really. First of all, it's none of your business, but the daughter made it their business Correct. when she posted it. Correct. So now people are all in your mix and throwing their opinions and shit. And honestly, that shit is annoying. It you is. know, it's more annoying than anything. And that's what triggers me sometimes is that it's just so annoying. It's not what they be saying. It's like, my nigga, you don't even no, know me. It's what they be saying. Nah, they be I would. saying some foul stuff. They sometimes. say some foul shit, but it's like at the end of the day, you don't know me. Mm-hmm. It's just annoying. Like people just, it seems like they pick a side and don't want to hear the other side Correct. at all. So and like that, they just jump in mob and tummy, and she the worst mom and all that shit, which I think is bullshit to be honest. Right, because they don't they don't have the full story. But the text messages that the daughter put up when Tommy was having that dialogue with her daughter. So many people were so, excuse me, y'all, I'm eating pineapple and my mouth is juicy. And she allergic to it. <laughs> well, I'm going to take the Benadryl. <laughs> but, um, so, uh, you know, they're reading these messages, but people don't really look into stuff. They don't really, really analyze stuff. And so they're just reading the text messages and not one person processed that these text messages were from April. Oh, shit, so they old. Correct. So when Tommy was, you know, trying to 
um, encourage her daughter with a pro-choice uh-huh. point of view from the standpoint of like, you're young. You don't know if this guy is even going to be with you. Are you ready? Yep. Can you handle this? You know, I just trying to plead with her. Yep. I went through this. You don't want to travel this road. Don't you look out your two eyes and see that this shit is hard for me with y'all too. And I had y'all young. I don't want that for you. When she said all that, mm-hmm. the daughter wasn't seven months pregnant. I know. I got it. I got it. But you know what? Like, just how Tommy went through all of that and now the daughter's doing it. I've seen it with my family. Like, my my cousins and shit, they seen the uncles, they fathers go to jail, mm-hmm. do all kind of dumb shit. They grew up and did the same thing. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a, a generational curse that has to be broken. You right. know what I'm saying? It, right. it, it start, it's way deeper than just saying, don't be like me. Don't do the shit I do. It should be that simple, but it's not. But it's, it's ingrained not. in the DNA, man. It's ingrained to go out here and fuck up, I feel like, mm-hmm. to go have these kids as young women. You 16, mama. You 16. Yeah. You know you had sex. You let the nigga... Not use a condom. Right. So now we're dealing with that. So you have the choice to make to have a better future. So I just feel like that should be the decision that's made. Just well, be, be smart. Now she can't. Now she is definitively out of range to make that choice. Now okay. she is definitely seven uh, in her third trimester. And that. I don't, you know, of course, there is, there aren't even people that do it within the third trimester. Let's be clear. Yeah, it's a with baby now. It's a baby. Yeah, yeah. Well, now. yeah, she, she's having the baby because uh, there is no option for her not to have it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, so she's going to bring this baby into the world. But I just wanted to say that I didn't really agree with how people were coming at Tommy because... You have to understand a mother's point of view in terms of wanting more for their child than they had. I, I, I'm also going to say it, start, it starts with parenting. Like, yes, if you're pro, um, pro-choice, there is the option that abortion is available. But I feel like once the kid already gets there mm-hmm. where it's like I'm pregnant now I've got to make a decision to have the baby or to not have the baby the all the moments before to me are dependent upon parenting and the reason why I say that is because I have two daughters my two daughters haven't even had sex yet mm-hmm. because of the type of way that I parented them yeah And I'm not knocking anybody else's parenting. That's not what this is about. But I'm just saying that I feel like I instilled a certain thought process into my daughters that they didn't even want to. They have so much discernment in terms Mm -hmm. of the type of guys that they're willing to even be involved with. You have to have it. You have to have (laughs) it, you know, or we see what the alternative ends up being but they've never found a guy that they even wanted to cross that bridge with because of the way I parented them Mm -hmm. and tried to instill in them this is what a person needs to have and this is what you need to have before 
you talk about having a baby. Yeah. And Medicaid, Medi-Cal, and all the other shit, the WIC and all that shit, is not how you want to bring a baby into the world. That's a terrible plan. It's a terrible plan. <laughs> terrible it's a plan. terrible plan. If, if that's what you're depending on, I feel like that's the wrong decision. Correct. Absolutely wrong decision. Because but, clearly you don't have a plan then. You, you're not if financially you de- ready. You're de- depend on the government. What if they cut that shit? You don't know what these people going to do. Right. To especially be honest. Now. Especially now. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I, d- I just wanted to talk a little bit on that because, you know, here again, I know Tommy personally. And I know that she would never do anything or like the, the, the verbiage used was she tried to force me to have an abortion. And I know that that was not her thought process. Mm-hmm. It was presented as an option at the right time frame that that still could have been an option. From a person that lived it, that been through Correct. it. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Speaking from experience, she's just trying to help, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. She did not tell her daughter to have an abortion at seven months, people, the woman did not do that. And so I got that straight from the horse's mouth when I was in her business. You is chewing on that pineapple, Because it's so good and sweet and juicy. Ooh-wee. You guys, listen, I wish y'all could see this, but you can because you could go to Patreon. Yeah, you can. And you can see this episode. The Bonnet Chronicles Podcast. We still in people business. Yeah, we still Who in people business. We still off in these people mix. Now we in candy business. Uh oh. I had seen something about her daughter graduated high school. Yes, congratulations, Riley. Congratulations. But and she's going to NYU. Listen, oh, that's dope. Reg, that was my dream school. I know, I know. You know this story already. I know. That was so much my dream school. That all the other colleges that I got accepted into, when my mama told me that she couldn't afford to send me to NYU, mm-hmm. I said, fuck it. I don't want to go to college. I don't <laughs> want to do it. Because I want I want to go to NYU. Oh, and I thought I was going to be an, uh, a systems analyst, a computer systems analyst. Wow, computers. Yes. You. But this was a long time ago when I was really into nice. the, you know, like now I can't figure my way out of paper bag. But back then... I was heavy into it. I went to DeVry. You went to DeVry? I tried. I, I went to DeVry. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go to ITT Tech, too? You signed up for them? I didn't go to ITT Tech. I went to DeVry and oh tried to see God. if I wanted to do that. This woman. Well, I'm trying to make my decisions. And then I said, no, I don't want to fuck with equipment and shit like that. And then I moved over to pharmacy tech school. So you was going to be a pharmacist. I was going to be a pharmacy tech. That's not a pharmacist. You know what? One episode got to be, we got to sit down and let these people know <laughs> all the jobs that you didn't had in your life. Because I've had a lot. You've had a lot. I've been working since I was 13 years old. Like, whatever occupation is out there, Tammy most likely has done it. <laughs> Just like, most likely she has done it. Yeah. I probably have, you know, or or in the field. You yeah, know, like somewhere around there. If it's not that specific now. job, I've been in the field. So we definitely got to have that. Well, we'll do talk. that one day. So what's going on with Riley and Candy? Okay, Riley graduated. Candy posted the picture. Then people start saying that little Riley had a nose job, and they went in on it. So uh, Did she have a nose job? If we being honest, the nose, it looks a little different. Oh. It definitely looks a little different. But we don't have any 
facts on whether it's a it, it is a no job or not. Because I saw some headline that says she gifted her. It's yes, yeah, say she gifted a a nose job. Check it out. Look at the nose. You can you see the difference? Okay, but what I'm saying is my glasses, child. <laughs> but you can see well, and the headline says she gifted her as a, a gra- nose as job. a graduation gift. Yes. So that's confirmation. Then, if Candy said I gifted her a nose job, I don't think Candy said that. The headline says that Candy gifted the nose job for the gift. You get it? I'm not saying that can that people saying this, but did Candy actually say that? I don't know that. Okay. Did what is it? Did you read the article? Yes, I and did. does it say Candy said? No. Candy Burris is being accused. Okay. Candy posted a picture receiving her high school diploma that her nose, people noticed that her nose is different. The beautiful reality says that her mom, the beautiful reality, oh, the fans said that. Yeah, that's why I said she posted the picture of the graduation. Then the fans start notice the difference in the nose. Oh, that's why okay. I, that's why so I said So the headline that. was clickbait. To get people to click to read the story. Because if you say the woman gifted her daughter a nose job, you know, people's going to click that to read exactly. that. Exactly. Okay. So this is what I'm going to say about that then, Candy, since we in your business. Um, if Riley wanted to get a nose job to make her feel more confident and have self-esteem... I am the type of parent that is like, okay, go ahead on and do what's going to make you feel good about you. Mm -hmm. Um, First thoughts, should you be happy with what God gave you? Yes, right? But sometimes you're just not, okay? (laughs) And so, like, even with my daughter, Lyric, um, you know, she is very small framed mm-hmm. and because she's so small framed, she didn't really get tits. Right. And okay. she's been open with this herself. And so she would, she w- was not flat chested, but very, very small chested, okay. which kept her even at the age of twenty twenty one, looking like she was 12 and 13. Mm-hmm. And so she opted to get, a boob job. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not telling her business because she's been open with this. But um, <laughs> so for her, she's peeking in. For you guys who are watching us, she's peeking in the door. And so she got a boob job. I knew that was going to happen. What? Yeah, I'm you telling a little business like that. You know that's well, going to happen. she's talked about it. So I didn't think it was anything you not her, you to say. You let her speak on it, basically. Okay, so now Lyric's mad at me. But, <laughs> but, but now I got to finish the story. And I was in support of that. I felt like you have to do what makes you feel good about you. And when a child, no matter what, because Riley's of age. Riley, she just graduated high school. So it's not like she's 13 years old making mm-hmm. this decision. She's 17, 18 years old. And she said... If if she said it, because this is all alleged, you know, we mm-hmm. don't know. Candy hasn't said anything. Riley hasn't said anything. But if she said, hey, mom, I want to fix this about myself, I think you should 
be able to do that. You definitely should be able to do that, and you definitely should be able to, you know, change something if you feel like it'll make you more beautiful, make you feel more beautiful. But to that, I want to say, man, like, like you say, just be happy with what you got. You beautiful in your own way. God make us all beautiful, in my opinion, and I feel like that social media, you know, entertainment, they put these stipulations of beauty on us or what's handsome, what's fine, who's a bad bitch and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that that messes with people. Like, Instagram, I believe, like, that has caused so many depressed people in this world. Yeah. Just from looking at these Instagram models, you know, they done got the fake ass, they done got the titties, they done got the stomach sucked in, you yeah. know. That's the... That's the prototype now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Your stomach sucked in. Your ass super fat. Because I ain't going to lie. I you know? be looking. I'm, and I had smart lipo on my thighs. Right. right. Many years back. 2013 is when I actually had it done. But before that, I had a breast reduction. Before- that's that's just like slapping God in the face. <laughs> You're going to say, you know what? I don't want this what you bless me with. Well, you take know. The, take these beautiful ass memories off me. They got Remove bigger. Remove them. Then they got bigger than what he blessed me with after I had children. And they were heavy. That mama titty. They was heavy. That mama heavy titty. It's beautiful. I didn't want it. It's beautiful. So I went and got them reduced. Okay. And then there was a time, like I said, in 2013, I didn't like my thighs. And I went to get smart lipo. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so from that and then... I met you and you made me feel bad and I went and got some ass. Uh, why no. do you keep <laughs> I wish you would stop saying that. You were just feeling the way. That's all. So everybody knows all of my elective cosmetic surgery journeys. I've been very open about it. And you didn't need to do none of and it. And I well, I was gonna say, outside of the tits, which I'm very happy with, I I would get a I would get them reduced again if I if I could. But the smart lipo, that shit ended up uh, coming right the fuck back, you know, on my <laughs> Yeah, thighs. because you didn't work it off. It's, it's not going to stay off if you don't work it. Yeah. The point I make, <laughs> Reginald, <laughs> is that at the time that I did them, I did them for me. You know, I felt like you know, this is something that's going to make me happy and make me feel good about me. And if that is the approach Mm -hmm. that Riley and the thought process that she was coming from with, like, I really want this. This is going to make me feel good about me. Then I stand behind it 100%. But we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. And if that's the case, I agree with that. But I still feel like we should all be happy in the body that we are in. What if the world didn't have any mirrors? You know, you wouldn't... Beauty really in the eye of the beholder, well, man. That's what I was going to say. You still got motherfuckers looking at you. And if they don't like, if they making you feel like they don't like what they see or you don't, you don't compare or what, you know, people, it's people. To yeah. me, it's people. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's people, but it's, it's, it's deeper than people, babe. It's way deep. It's this social media shit. I really hate social media. You see, I keep going back to it because I hate it. And it's for reasons like this. Mm. People put these pressures on folks, man. Young kids growing up thinking they're ugly when they're not. True. Just because they're a little chunky, you know, they don't feel like they sexy. It's sexy big girls out here. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's Lizzo. Dudes, and it's dudes that like them. Lizzo you is know? a sexy big is a sexy BBW. Okay. 
That's what's up. That's <laughs> what's up. You don't agree but, uh, with that. You didn't let me finish. <laughs> yeah. Well, you just went like, okay, that's what's up. But your uh, face, because they see they can't see your face. You don't think Lizzo's sexy? I don't. I don't. And it's not because she's a big girl, because this is the thing. If you're a big girl, I feel like you still have a figure eight frame. You know what I'm saying? Lizzo don't really have a figure eight frame. If she was a little smaller, she'd just be like kind of a tall, little kind of like tight hip chick. You know what I'm saying? With slim hips. What? Look at Lizzo. Oh, God. I'm telling you. Lizzo's. You got to have a figure eight frame, which means you still got to have Everybody that. ain't going to have no damn figure you know? eight frame. That's the problem. That's just what the fuck you just said. Is no, no, no. snatching in their waist. No, it's going not. Going on tables no, to try to get a figure eight frame. No, it's Why not. Why you just can't be big and beautiful and wherever you can, that shit falls, You can fall. be big and beautiful. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying what, from my perspective. Look at you God. Got me, you got me spilling my orange soda. God damn. You did that. You can't drink? You had me spilling the orange soda all over my white shirt because I got a... Y'all, y'all can't see it, but the people that's seeing the table... But what y'all, what y'all don't know, she... Listen, listen, my wife, <laughs> listen, my wife, her shirt always stained after she eating <laughs> drink. So y'all just know that about Tammy Roman, okay? And I'm always eating something. Always. <laughs> anyway, so Candy... We were definitely in your damn business, girl. But I don't think if that was if if what is being alleged actually happened and that's what Riley wanted. She's of age to make that decision for herself. And she if you listen, if you don't like it, you can fix it. That sounds like a I was old, trying to see where you were going him. with it, but okay. You can fix it. But what a, this this my last thought on this. Okay, men, we can't change shit really. Yes, y'all we can. come we come here like we are. It's men out here uh getting abs sucked out to get abs. That's just like come on now. Putting in pecs, putting in biceps. What happened? With fat transfer and shit like that. Men's doing the shit too, Reg. You may not be one of them, but men are doing it too. What happened to changing your diet and hitting that iron and getting it that way? What happened to that? Well, everybody don't want to do it that way. If you a man and you getting plastic surgeries, man, you's a whole hoe. Uh-oh. And I said that. <laughs> well, th- there's a lot that's out there that's getting it. I think A1. Remember Lyrica and A1? Hey, man, that's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> that's unfortunate. And A1, Red said, you's a whole hoe getting your goddamn stomach not, like not, sucked not out. Not him. I'm just saying and the idea of it is real hoeish. Uh-uh. Okay. Well, moving on, Candy. We out your business now. Uh, I do want to say... Uh, who else business we... You know who business we in right now? Who? Meg the Stallion. We in your damn business, okay? <laughs> um, she came on live today. Now, you know, I'm one of those people who I don't go on people's lives unless they ask me to come. Like, uh-huh. hey, you know, it's like scheduled and all that type of shit. But this was one of those first times where that little tab dropped down and, and said, Meg the Stallion's going live. You wanted to see what the business was. I wanted to see that. Sh- no, first off. I wanted to make sure she was okay because H-Town, we stand for each other. You know, no matter what's going on, Mm -hmm. we Houston strong. So because I have made Houston 
my permanent place of residence by way of my handsome husband that here. That Texas meat. <laughs> yeah, that Texas meat, baby. It's nothing like it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so I wanted to make sure she was okay. Okay. And you know what I saw on that live? What? A young girl who was greatly affected by not the incident, mm-hmm. but by wanting to be surrounded by people who she thought loved her because she has not dealt with the loss of her mom. So she was basically, you know, substituting Mm -hmm. people all around her to give her that feeling of love and security Mm -hmm. that her mom had given her. And she, she almost broke down crying a few times, you know, and she kept trying to keep it together, but she admitted, she was like, you know, I haven't really gotten over the death of my mom. Right. And I haven't really grieved because as soon as my mom passed, like her career took off, Took off. you know? So to substitute, that law, that feeling of loss, she surrounded herself with people and didn't always use discernment mm-hmm. in who those people should be. And it really almost brought me to tears. Okay, I relate to that because, you know, we both lost our mother. Yes. And for me, the the coping mechanism was just partying. That was my thing. Mm. Just just party, party, party. That's how I dealt with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm still dealing with it. I, that's something I think is hard. I can't say you'll never get over. You just learn to deal with it. Right. In that regards. But as far as like having the people around you, yes, you must use discernment. You can't have no anybody around, especially a, a person of her status. Right. Because people are haters. Yeah. Inside. <laughs> inside. inside. Show it. People are haters, yeah. man. And and all it takes is one incident for that true person to come out. And unfortunately this turned out to be her getting shot. Listen, she said she said she got shot in both feet. God damn. Okay, in both fucking feet. That's what she said. And she was in the hospital and she was like, the bullets were still in there when she went to the hospital. They had to be removed. Shit. Okay. She done took more shots than some of these male rappers. Listen, listen. <laughs> bo- Nigga, you done shot me in both fucking feet? Yeah. You know, you know I got to stand on my feet and, and drop down and get this twerk on. Mm-hmm. That's a part of my business and my shit in terms of my career. Meg going to twerk in that goddamn cast, walking boot, whatever. Listen, and I'm going to be right there watching. That shit ain't stopping her. Nobody twerk like Meg. I tell you, that bitch knees is... Thank God he didn't shoot knees. the fucking knees. Them knees, some of the strongest knees Listen, in the business. Reg, and we just can't even lie about nah, it. Nah, them some strong-ass strong knees. Knees, tendons, and ligaments. I'm going to tell you. There it is. Because she ain't small and she dropping down a heavy mass. Listen, all I know is she's sturdy. Very. <laughs> Very sturdy. And it ain't a lot of people out there like Meg that can do it the way she do it. And, you know, I was intimidated. Intimidated by because what? Because I, I, wanted, I wanted to do it, too. You know, you I walk around, what? drop down, and be able to stay on my knees for that length of time. Oh, babe, <laughs> we just got to stop that now. At this point, we just got to stop it. I wanted to be able to stay in that position. Okay. And twerk. All right. With my knees being that sturdy, and it just... It ain't work, right? It didn't work. Mm-hmm. So I, I know it's, it, Meg is the only person that could do that. But anyway, on this live, uh, it was good to see her smiling. Mm-hmm. She, um, you know, of course, thanked 
the hotties because they they really support her. Those her people, the hotties. The hotties. You okay. know, like how Nikki has the barbs mm-hmm. and B has the beehive. She got the hotties. She got the hotties, and uh, they they've been very supportive of her. And you know, she she did come out with a statement that seemed clear and direct. Uh, y'all whack ass niggas, stop talking about her and making jokes about her. She was very clear with, like, this shit ain't funny. And she also said, and to y'all dumbass bitches, she said, like, are you dumb? And then she said, no, you know what? It's not even are you dumb. We know you're fucking dumb. (laughs) (laughs) So stop saying dumb shit out your mouth, you know, about her situation. Mm -hmm. She also said that um, it's not that she doesn't want to talk. It's just that it's. I mean, the shit happened. It's it's a business. That's what she you said. You know what I'm saying? She don't have to expose the details of it. That's what she said. She, she was like, and her first thought when it happened wasn't to get on social media and go, "This is what happened." Right. You know, she's like, I don't live my life like a diary for y'all. Somebody recorded it, right? And sent it in to the people. The Probably. I mean, because yeah. there was footage and yeah, stuff. That, somebody recorded. You know, it. but that wasn't her. Uh, intentions. Intentions, yeah. So um, I just want to say, Meg, welcome back. Uh, ho- glad to see that you're healing mm-hmm. um, and that you're smiling and that you haven't let this situation get you down. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we ready to, it, you know, it, it can't be no more hot get girl healthy. summer. Nah, get healthy, get back to killing these motherfuckers. That's right. H-Town, Houston Strong, it ain't no more hot girl summer, but we can definitely move on into a hot girl fall if you show so desire to, <laughs> to, for us to do that with you. We present and available and ready to go. So this was... It was... Yeah. Bing, 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 bing. I don't, I'm going to give me a bell and some shit. I'm going to give me some sound effects for this. Oh, my God. I'm going to give me some sound effects for the podcast. It's fine, baby. We're just sitting here, you know, going back and forth, chopping it up. Chopping it up. But this was fun. Because we got in your business today. Yeah, we And did. I think we should try to do this, um, if not weekly, you know, we maybe every that. two weeks, get in people's business and yeah. talk about what's going on. Because I know you want to talk about all the shit. In pop culture. <laughs> that you see, because you be in everybody's business. I don't. I don't. Yeah, you do. I do not. But thank you guys for joining us for the very first Bonnie Chronicles podcast. <laughs> it's been fun. Oh, so how can they reach you, Reg? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at ReggieYB1 on both platforms. Yes, and I am at Tammy Roman or at Official Bonnet Chronicles. Listen, any way you guys want to get in contact with us, or not anyway, any time, you can always email us at mm-hmm. Bonnet Chronicles Podcast at gmail.com, mm-hmm. especially if you want advice on something, because we also have a segment called Ask Tammy and Reg. Yes, we where do. We'll read your questions and answer and give you advice to the best of our ability. Uh, we also have the store, official bonnetchronicles.net, mm-hmm. and we're also over on Patreon if you wanted to see the visual, which is patreon.com backslash Bonnet Chronicles podcast so we're out are we done we done we did the first episode first one oh my god (laughs) we did it
it. And I, I hope many it, more to come. It's many more to come. I hope you guys love it. I think that our next episode uh, is already posted, and you guys can check it out. It's called Double Standards, and where we talk about double standards. Yeah, it's going to be choppy. It's going to be good. So we're signing out. Peace, love, and heaven above. Heaven above. Oh, peace, love, and heaven above. It's the Bonnie Chronicles podcast. The Bonnie Chronicles podcast. Star Bands Avenue, a podcast. <clears throat> a podcast network.